Did you know that only 7% of salons turn a profit, 20% are breaking even, and the rest of them are going backwards? Well, that's according to uh, an online research poll from Salon Opinion, and I wanted to talk with you today about how you make a salon profit. If you're down for that, stick around. Let's do it. Salon owners are some of the most amazing people on planet Earth. The only problem is sometimes their hearts are so big and they give so much of themselves to their staff and guests that it creates unintended consequences. Our goal is to change the industry by elevating the way the rest of the world sees salons, spas, and barbershops and give it the credibility that it truly deserves. This is the Salon Owner Evo Revo Show. Today's podcast is brought to you by Salon Scale, allowing you to charge by what you know, not by what you feel. Welcome to today's Evo Revo Show. You're hanging out with Jason and with Doug. What's going on, Doug? How's it going? Dude, glad to be on with you today. Uh, looking forward to today's subject, because if you are a salon owner and you're paying attention today, it's going to make you money. That's that's period dot. What we're going to help you do today is make you some money. If you're down for that, do me a favor and say money in the chat if you're on with us live. If you're watching later or listening later, thanks for being here. Either way, we're still going to make you money, whether you're listening live or listening later. It's totally fine. Uh, let's talk about this, because Doug, salon profit is like, it's like a word that everybody says that most people mean something else. It's like, I say potato, you say potato, but we're both talking about something completely different. Um, you know, yeah, I, yeah. I, dude, yeah. It, it's interesting whenever we start working with salons and, you know, start talking about profit. And at first, you know, the, the, the owner comes in very confidently, you know, probably at profit. And after a while, and even, I mean, these are even really well ran, you know, smart people that are doing multi-million and, but, dollar salons. Right. But they've never really worked through it. And a part of it's an accountant's fault, uh, or just really understanding what true profit is. And to be clear on that, to be fair, right. Is a, a lot of business owners aren't real clear yeah. on what it's not just the salon is. industry that's confused on this one. Right. Right. Because I mean, one of the things that accountants do, and they, I think they do it for fine reasons. I mean, they're trying to help as they say, Oh, well, don't pay yourself a very low salary. And then, but when you do that, you're, you're changing what the real profit is. You're, you're altering right, you what the real the profit. profit of the business. Right. Mm -hmm. So I say, you know, so an accountant will tell you, you know, don't, don't cause you, you'll save on payroll taxes, but this is, so you gotta think, are, are you got a wealth mentality or do you have a poverty mentality? Do I need to, I need to manipulate things as much as possible to pay the least amount that I possibly could pay in taxes. Well, right. if you never want to sell your business and you want it to die with you, that's a perfectly good strategy. But now if you ever want to have a business that you can actually sell, because when someone buys your business or buys into buying your future, business, yeah, they're, they're, they're buying future profits. And so mm -hmm. if you're not clear about, you can't change everything all of a sudden. Oh yeah, I'm making $200,000 off my salon. Business. But I don't pay myself for what I do behind the chair. I don't right. pay myself a management fee. I don't do this stuff. And so then, then when somebody comes in, you got to split that. It's like, well, well, that's not real profit. So now that now we start trying to get down to it. So, so, you know, so let's, let's let's take a second because I think let's break down where income comes from inside a salon. Yep. And there's there's three primary, and then there's a fourth bonus we'll talk about in just a second. But there's three primary sources of income inside your salon, and you got to understand the difference between these three. Uh, and please, somebody type this in as we're going. So number one, you've got your behind the chair income. Okay, your behind the chair income is the money that like you work behind the chair, and it could be behind the chair, it could be as a massage therapist, it could be whatever the role is that you play as an employee inside your business. 
you make money from being a service provider inside the salon. That is one which, type of income. Right. Which, by the way, you need to pay your way this, pay yourself the same way you'd pay an employee. Not, oh right. yeah, I pay myself eighty percent commission that I right. don't run through payroll. I just take that right. as a draw. So, yeah, it's so like, let's. Exactly you, like a, an employee, you pay yourself behind the chair exactly like you would pay an employee. Okay, that, that's and that's how we're defining that because if not, you're you're getting into a weird conversation. So let's let's keep the conversation less weird. Pay yourself like a normal employee. That's income number one. Income number two is if you are acting as an as a management team or owner you can have a salary as a manager or owner for the business. So if you work as a service provider, you pay yourself like a regular employee, then you're doing job, doing a job throughout the week. Could be a part-time job, could be a full-time job, could be whatever that is for you. And that salary that you take as the owner becomes another source of income. So you have your working as a service provider income and you have an owner's income. Now, this is where it gets a little fuzzy again, Doug, because people say, well, what's a reasonable owner's salary or what's a what's a reasonable manager's salary and i think the best way to define that is to say what would it cost for you to replace yourself yep. with another person like if you said which i want to hire a part-time manager to do my right. one-on-one meetings how much would i have to pay that person which is the whole idea behind it anyway when you have the right mentality about it is that you do want to replace yourself in doing those things yep. so you need to create a fair market value for what that work is worth so that right. when you replace yourself it doesn't screw up the budget Right. Uh, so you, you like say, what would it, what in this market would I have to pay someone to do what I do? And then hopefully you get to the point that you start paying people to do those things so you can do higher level things. Yeah. So, okay. So we have the two incomes. We have your service provider income or behind the chair income, and then we have your owner or manager salary. And I'm saying owner or manager salary because I'm assuming as the owner, you're doing some of those jobs, right? Like if you were the janitor, you need to pay yourself as a janitor salary or pay yourself to do those jobs. Any of the jobs that you do, you should pay yourself for the job that you do. The third income is what we're talking about today, which is called profit. Okay, which is called profit. And profit is a reward that you get for taking the risk of business ownership. And Doug, this is a, I don't have to work every day to still get a profit. Like I could be a silent partner in the business, right? I could own a business, be a silent partner, not go to work every single day. And the profit in typical accounting terms, and I'll, I'll, we'll talk about profit first, but like in typical accounting terms, it's like, well, you have all your income, you have all your expenses, and then whatever is left over technically is your profit. It's how much the business itself makes outside of the effort of the team that's working it. Would that be a fair assessment or do you wanna modify that at all? And we'll, we'll talk about the yeah, profit well, so, it, so in general. Profit is, yeah, profit is a reward for starting your business. Right. It's a reward for taking the risk and doing all the heavy lifting at the beginning to get your business going or putting out a big chunk of money to buy a business. It's your reward for that. It's not profit is not something you work for. And that's where people get confused. Like, oh, I pay myself this, but I don't pay myself behind the chair. I don't pay manager. So, and they looked at it and said, that's how much my I, I can't tell you. It's like, yeah, we make uh, $200,000 and profit a year. And it's like, okay, what's your behind the chair? Well, I don't pay myself that it just goes into the pool. Okay, well, what are you paying yourself as a man? I don't pay myself. Then right. you're not making $200,000 in profit. Right. And, it's, and people, but my accountant says, it's like, that's right. And I, this, I, is, this, I is where it gets, this is where it gets a little shady, right? Is that what ends up happening is 
when somebody says how much profit do you make, they assume that's just what they get paid from the business. Mm -hmm. Now, like Doug and I just said, there's three incomes you get paid for, your service provider income, your manager and owner income, and your profit. Those three things should be separate. And again, profit comes after all of your income, after all your expenses, that's your profit in a traditional profit model that you would talk to about your accountant. And like Doug said, things can get sideways because your accountant can say, hey, I've got a great way for you to save on tax. Pay yourself less of a salary and take it all through a distribution. Sometimes they would advise you to do things like that. And the, the good of that is it reduces your taxable liability and it allows you to pay less tax for sure. So why not do that? Well, because if you ever, to Doug's point, if you ever want to sell your company, sell your business or get somebody to buy into it, they can't buy into something that has an inflated number and you don't want to represent it that way. You got to, you got to properly set this up. So, so let's talk about this. I, I mentioned there was a fourth income. I want to talk about fourth income that exists from the business because this is kind of a, a side one I want to make sure you guys at least understand because some people also will count this as part of their business income is that if you own the building that you're in, if you own the building or you own the real estate that your salon takes up, there's more income that can come from the investment of the building because some people will do this. They'll say, well, I own my building outright. And so I take all the money and I just pay it straight to myself, right? That can be another way to kind of wash funny money through the business and not really, and I say funny money, not meaning it's fake money, but I'm just saying like, you won't be clear about those types of income. So if like, if you own the business out the building outright, or you run the business out of a, someplace that you already own, or you don't, Sorry. you know, you don't have to I pay serious chatting to back to me, uh, but you own the business out of somewhere that like you don't have to pay rent because in another building you own or something like that. And you're like, oh, well, that rent money is it goes into profit. Well, that's not right. Make sure you're you're taking profit off your rent and the income there. You're taking profit off what you do here. You're taking the uh, owner and manager salary and you're paying yourself a reasonable wage, just like you would any other employee for the work you do behind the chair. Now, here's the deal. Uh, we got to take a quick break. When we come back, what we're gonna do is we're gonna talk about what are some average profits? How do you pay yourself properly? How you can set things up right? And how you can actually pay yourself a profit first inside your business to make sure you're not dealing with scraps and leftovers. Because if you wanna be better than the 7% of salons that make a profit, we're gonna tell you how to do it when we come back from this commercial break. Stick around, we'll be right back. Hey, HPSA listeners, let me ask you this. Are you tired of not knowing what your hair color is costing you on every appointment and watching it chew up your profit? Well, with SalonScale, we take the guesswork out for you. Using a mobile app paired with a Bluetooth scale, SalonScale will tell you exactly what your color is costing you on every bowl mix down to the ground. As you mix, SalonScale will also digitally store your formulas and track how much product is being used in real time so you can manage your inventory, cover your expenses, and generate more profit in your salon. Use promo code HPSA10 to get 10% off an annual subscription. Salon Scale, the new standard for mixing color. Welcome back. We're chatting about your salon and your salon profit. In fact, shoot, talking of our one of our sponsors for the show, uh, Salon Scale, that helped uh, a lot of our salon owners increase their profits, in some cases by $75,000 this last year by understanding this difference. What is profit versus what is uh, your take-home income? And I think a lot of businesses think when they just say, what's profit, that's the money I take home. That's not accurate. The money you take home needs to be divided out into several chunks. We were just mentioning it. it needs to be divided out in your service provider income. If you are a service provider, it needs to be divided into your manager or owner salary. And then lastly is your profit. 
And then if there's any other money that you may have, it may come from your real estate that needs to be separate and put into separate categories. So those yeah, are the four the, categories. If that's helpful, do me a favor and say helpful. Go ahead, Doug. I said on the, the real estate thing, I mean, you need to, there again, you need to treat it like a real business. Sure. Uh, two separate entities. One entity should own the real estate, the other one should own the business, and you should be paying yourself fair market rent. Uh, so that there, I mean, it's, it's it, what size game you want to play. I mean, if you if you want to, if you really are interested in, you know, growing your wealth and becoming wealthy and and hopefully wealthy beyond what you ever thought you could be. Uh, then you've got to get in that mindset. I've got to run these things like a real business and not how I can, because, oh, I'm a, so I only pay $1,000 where I should be paying $4,000 in rent, but I only pay $1,000 in rent. And I get this deduction from this, that, and the other. It's like, right. that's a small game. I mean, I'm sorry. Right. That's just playing a small game. Uh, you want to play the big game and, and, and make the, the big money, then you've got to start treating things like a real business. Understand what the profit is in your real estate. Understand what the profit is in your salon. Uh, so then wherever the, uh, um, a friend of ours said, you know, every decision that you make in your business should be based on, is this going to make my company more valuable when I sell it? Uh, and I know that's uncomfortable for some people because like, that's my baby. I created it from nothing. I would never you know? sell it. Never, right. Um, yeah. Eventually, hopefully you created a great, wonderful thing that's going to mature and be worth a lot of money that you can sell it and you feel good about it and it can go on for a long time without you. Uh, and that's the thing. If, if if you really want to create a good, it should be able to go on without you. Um, otherwise, you really don't have a business. You have something that is you either own your own job or whatever. I mean, if, if you were to be pulled out of it and it collapses because you're gone, then you really have, now in the beginning, you're going to have to be there. I mean, that is, you're going to be a part of that's. Or why profit is the reward for that. And then what you can sell it for, because what you're selling is future profits. Uh, one of the things on that topic that people make mistake on all the time, Jason, is they, they bring on shareholders before they really have identified what their real profit is and are yeah, making a consistent profit. Yeah, because then people are buying in and they don't, they, they now they're confused. The owner doesn't really understand what the profit is. It's like, well, it's a, it's a $3 million a year business. It's worth a million dollars. It's like, where do you come up with that? Well, because I feel like it should be. Well, that's great. Right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, so, the, and this is the thing, right? Is that a lot of people say this, look, I've got a, you know, I've got a million dollar salon and I take home a hundred thousand dollars, right? Mm -hmm. I take home. That's, that's the conversation. I take home a hundred thousand dollars. I have a million dollar business. Well, but this is the problem, right? Is that you go, well, I make a 10% profit. I hear that all the time. I hear those kind of comments. Okay. So million dollar business, I take home a hundred grand, 10% profit, or I take home 200 grand of my million dollar business. So therefore I have a 20% profit. That's not accurate because if you are working, this is, this is why if you're working behind the chair, then you have to say, I take this much money from my, you know, my, my service provider income and then I have this much profit. Now, here's what I see all the time. And the stat I mentioned at the beginning of the show, 7% of salons break even, 20, sorry, 7% of salons make a profit, 20% break even, and the rest are going backwards. Let me tell you about a backwards conversation on a million dollar salon, okay? So I was talking to a salon one time, had a million dollar salon, and here was the deal. They were taking home a hundred grand, they had a million dollar salon, but if you took out their service provider income as the salon owner, they would have had to pay themselves between 150 dollars to $175,000 a year. So think about this for a second, okay? 
if they were a service provider working in somebody else's salon, they would make between 150 to $175,000 a year. They're not paying themselves that. They're only taking a salary of 100 grand a year. So what does that mean? That extra uh, 50 to 75 grand that's left over, right? The difference between what they would have been making behind the chair, that is just getting absorbed into the salon. It's getting completely just wiped out that actually means they're losing because see this is important they're losing that 50 to 75 grand a year because they didn't pay it out properly that means they bought new shampoo bowls it means that they're paying for cool new couches for their waiting room it means they fancied up their salon or done something to spend money in a way that didn't move the profit needle for them and they're actually going backwards that's why we say seven percent make a profit 20 percent are breaking even which just means they're paying themselves like it's paying them to work so let me give you the exact example with a break even okay so let's say million dollar salon the owner takes home 150 grand and that's, you know, they, they, they take 150 grand, but they would make 150 grand behind the chair. So they pay their behind the chair income, but guess what's now missing? Their manager's salary is now missing because they're running one-on-one -on -one meetings and they're doing other things. They're not paying themselves a manager salary. Guess what? Still going backwards. So they could break even, let's say they pay themselves, uh, 150 grand for their work behind from behind the chair or a service provider. They pay themselves 25 grand as a owner's salary. And then, they, they pay themselves out that. Well, guess what? No profit, still zero profit, right? Mm -hmm. So Doug, do you want to talk for a second about uh, what we learned from Mike Michalowicz? Because we got a few minutes on this. I think it'd be worth having a conversation, uh, just a, a light version of it. Yeah, I think you know, it, it, the profit first that he does, it, it, instead of just waiting to see what falls out the bottom, <coughs> which is just terrible. Because I mean, the reason you got in is to make money. So let's protect the money right off the bat. Make uh, money so, from the profit. Right. So, Otherwise, so work say, for somebody else. Here's our, our gross revenue, and this is what I want my profit to be. And in the beginning, you, you know, you, you may have to start off at two or three percent profit, and that's fine. Right. But at least you start pulling it out and putting it in a separate account right off the top before you do anything else. Right. And then the company has to force the company to live off what's left. But if you don't protect that profit, I mean, that's where people get bitter. And you know, they, they, so I've been doing all this stuff, and they're not clear. They don't know what the profit is. I'm not sure why they even got into it. So getting clear right up front and understanding, start pulling that over, because then you, one, you're going to be able to have people buy into your business sooner if you start protecting profit right off the bat, because you'll be able to show them the real numbers. You'll understand them. They'll understand them. Uh, when you do your pricing, when you do your, uh, it's like the way when we help people calculate what their uh, level system should be. Yeah, we, we protect profit right off the bat. We, we say, if you're going to make this much profit, it goes into the equation. We slide that over. Right. And then Before we do the, we calculate everything else. Right. Right. And it says <laughs> the same thing with your pricing. It's like everything's got to be focused. Profit's not a bad word. It's your paycheck for, I mean, it's, it's, it's your reward for going into business because uh, you're taking a risk. You could lose everything. Uh, you know, you never know. There could be a worldwide pandemic. Who knows? I, mean, I know that sounds crazy, but it never um, happened. Never happened. Uh, but, you know, so, so make sure that you're protected. So then when you're doing your pricing, you know, you do your pricing based on the, will this pricing allow me to pay what I need to pay to keep the people I need to keep and have the building that I need to have and still produce a profit. 
If the answer is no, then it's the wrong price. People ask, well, how should, how do I know what my pricing is? Well, you need to figure out if I'm protecting profit and I need to pay this, this, and this, I can figure out how many services do I need to do? How much retail do I need to sell? And I know where I need to be. And then once you get clear about that too, then you have the ability to start moving say, okay, now I'm gonna start putting, I started 3%. Now maybe I start doing 4% and I live right. off the other 96% of what's coming in. And I keep moving that over and I get used to, being because if you're not aware of it you can't manage it if you there's something that's left over at the end of the day and say well i need to talk to my accountant and find out if i made any money this month um it's, it's just not the way so and, and, I'm, and, and, and they do it in a lot of different industries See, it's not just the hair industry and right, this is right. the one we work in and we're part of and that we talk to intimately uh so we know that there's a lot of so it, but it's it's amazing what happens when people start getting clear and it takes a little while because they've got so much false information that we have to, you know, get out. Undo online. Uh, but once they do, there's some very smart, creative people in this industry that start making really good money once they it. understand it. No one ever taken the time, or they didn't take the time to really understand it. They're, you know, more concerned about, you know, what's my how's my, my culture, how's my salon look, how does this, that, and the other. I mean. You know, two percent uh profit it's like okay you should have got focused on your because you know two percent profit on three million dollar salon sixty thousand dollars a year is what you're profit right where if right. you had a million dollar salon at twenty percent then you bring home two hundred thousand dollars a year i can tell you it's a lot easier to manage a million dollar salon than it is a three million dollar salon and you're making almost three times more money doing the million dollar right. is that get, get it I, both I see are, it all the time, both are important. I mean, your gross numbers are important and your profits are important, but you got to make sure you yeah. understand both of them. And I can say, if you want to play the big game and you want what you, you look at other people, you look at things say, I'd like to have that. I'd like to take that trip. I'd like to live in that house. You can, it, 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 you just got to do it the right way when you're going across and then open the door for other people to come in and benefit off of what you've built. It works for everybody. You just got to get clear about what you're actually doing and managing the things that are part of it. Well said. And this is it, right? If you just say, you know, most salons, when they start to bring on partners, they don't know how to split up the money because there's very little money to split up. So they just go, well, I'll give you part of the part. And I, I've seen this. I've seen salon owners that have worked together as partners for 20 years. And one partner is the finance partner and the other partner is the creative artist partner. Right. And then the creative artist always goes, well, I don't really know, but I haven't made any money off the salon. But one of these days I'm going to get a paycheck off the salon. It's going to come. And they bust their butt behind the chair. They do all this stuff. And they're like, I never made we I know all I know is we made two point five million dollars. Everybody always knows the top number, but right. the bottom number is confusing. They go, all I know is my partner said we didn't make a profit and nobody well, got an been, extra paycheck. That's what always kills me, too, is when they say, yeah, I'm going to bring on shareholders and I'm defining what they're going to have to do now that they're shareholders. I say, okay, wait, wait, wait. Yeah, because they bring on extra employee. Right. Like right. that's it's somebody like, who worked for free like me. Right. It's like, think about what you just said. I'm going to have somebody pay me to do a job that I'm not going to pay them for. Yeah. I mean, yeah. You know, that, well, it's, that, it's, it's, a, like, it's a promise people, for future. People it's say a, that yeah. all the time. It's like, I'm going to bring on shareholders and they can take over inventory and they can take over this and they can take, how are you compensating them for that? Well, that's just part of their owner job. You know, you know what I had to do to start this business? I don't right. care. Is right. it someone buying right. into it? They're buying into to share in the profit. You need to get focused. Yeah. If you want to be rewarded for all that hard work, and I know it's hard work. I've done it. Uh, yeah. I understand it. 
but what I'm saying is you got to get clear. Your reward is that you generate a profit. So you need to get clear yes. on that. If you're not clear on that, reach out to us, reach out to somebody that yeah. can help you get clear on what that is, because I've seen it time and time again. Once people get clear, it starts to change in a very nice way. That's right. So guys, if you want help with your profit, if you're like, okay, look, I, I, I'm, I'm clear now after having this conversation, profit needs to be my focus and I'm not paying myself properly. I need to get help with it. And you just want to raise your hand and say like, I, I need to fix this. Do me a favor, send me a DM and just say, uh, I need help with my profit. And, and legit, we will take care of you. We'll figure it out. And we've had salons that have been $3 million salons with zero profit. We've had salons that have been uh, $500,000 salons with massive amounts of profit. And either way, we will help you protect your profit, help you make the money you deserve off your salon, get paid the right way. Because when you, it's like, it's kind of like playing a game and not realizing how people are keeping score. You ever played a game like that? Where you're like, how, how am I being scored here? I'm not really sure. Well, the way you're being scored as a business owner is how much profit you take from the business. Not how much you take home. Because look, if, if at the end of the day, all you want to do was get paid to, do your behind the chair work or your service provider work and be a manager, then go get two jobs. Go be a, a, be a service provider somewhere and then go get a second job as a manager at a Starbucks and ta-da, you probably are gonna work less hours than you would as a business owner. So if you're gonna work extra hours as a business owner, put in that time, be rewarded by the profit in the future in order to be a successful salon owner. If you want help uh, right here in the podcast, do me a favor and say profit in the video if you're watching with us live or send me a DM and say, I want help with my profit and uh, we'll get you hooked up. We'll make you a lot, heck of a lot more money and help you become a real business owner. Thanks for sticking around for today's show. As you can tell, Doug and I are a little fired up about this subject because we like protecting not only our profit, but your profit and anybody else who will listen. So thanks for joining us on today's show. Thank you so much, Doug. All right, guys. Good to see you. Bye for now. See you guys. See you next week. Thanks for listening to the Evo Revo podcast. Today's podcast was brought to you by Salon Scale, allowing you to charge by what you know, not by what you feel. Please subscribe, leave us a review, and you can always get more information, including show notes and the video episodes at evorevopodcast.com.